Thank you for joining us on Love That Voiceover, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone in depth. I am your chic, geeky, unique host. Love that, Rebecca. Hi, this is the big gun, Ed Victor. Keep listening to Love That Voiceover with Rebecca. I know I will. Hello, all you fabulous, sexy, beautiful, funny, super smart ladies and gentlemen and listeners of Love That Rebecca. I mean, Love That Voiceover. (laughs) Well, we love Rebecca, too. (laughs) (laughs) I was just talking to somebody about my logo. Anyway, it's excellent to have everyone here today. And super smart special guest, Deb Monroe. Hey, Deb. Hi. Nice to talk to you again, Rebecca. Nice to talk to you. I'm really glad you're here. We're doing a kind of really fun show today. I thought everybody would get something out of this. Now, even though Deb has visited Love That Voiceover before, she's a very dedicated voice talent and voice instructor. And so you may know her from either of those capacities. And you can look her up right now at Deb Monroe, D-E-B-M-U-N-R-O dot com if you want to find out about her while we're doing the show. Actually, even probably even quicker and easier is Deb's voice. You know what's interesting, just a little side note, is I'm yeah. engaged now, so my married name is Monroe, and I'm divorcing that name and engaged to a new name. <laughs> so, you know, learn that in your branding. If you end up changing names, especially if you make something of your name, now you have to change it. So now my DebbieMonroe.com, which I do own still, but now I've had to switch it. So that's why I've kind of honed in on the Deb's voice so that I can have one hub of a name. That's a good point. Okay, Deb'sVoice.com, right? You bet. That's easier, actually, because know, Monroe so got... because w- you don't have to spell anything, right? Exactly. That's, it's terrible when you have a name you have to spell. And Monroe, it's like, okay, well, we couldn't afford the E, so, hmm, how many spellings? Exactly, exactly. Well, Deb, Deb, um, I met Deb through the web, and then we had a really great interview a few months back. And I've seen some of her emails of workshops that she's doing that are really affordable and really present in terms of top of the uh, zeitgeist right now well, in voiceover. Right current, right? Like a yeah. lot of the stuff that we see is the same redundant information. Here's how you start. Here's how you start. Here's how you start. But exactly. What about now once you started. Yeah, and how to find out more about who you are as a voice talent within yourself, what your what your special talents are. And yeah. what she calls that, she has two different workshops going on. She has one called Signature Voice and one called Natural Voice. And I invited Deb here to share a little bit about how she approaches those topics by, you know, using me as a guinea pig. Oh. Yay! It's yeah, good. I'm excited and scared. <laughs> yeah, I like so being I, a guinea pig myself too. I like doing it the other way around, having coaches coach me. Well, me. now you are the scientist, and I am the rat. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, um, so she's agreed to try this. So we're going to go ahead and and start a demonstration right after this quick commercial break for Love That Voiceover. Hang on, everybody. Hold on, Dad. Thanks. Hey, all you sexy, fabulous, wonderful, joyous, prosperous, wealthy, beautiful people. This is Rebecca Michaels-Haw, also known as Love That Rebecca, of Love That VoiceOver. I wanted to thank you for listening to the podcast in 2012, and I look forward to you listening in 2013. I am dedicated to bringing you a really exciting 2013 with fun people, interesting backgrounds, Fantastic Secrets Revealed. My focus are voiceover talent, casting directors, and other creatives that work behind the mic. Tune in anytime since archives are online at Blog Talk Radio right now. So tell your friends, 
Tell your other friends. Tell your producers. <laughs> tell everyone to tune in to Love That Voiceover with Love That Rebecca. Rebecca Michael Saw. Thanks for listening to Love That Voiceover. Okay, and we're back. And I'm the guinea pig or the rat. <laughs> and Deb is, Deb is the on, voice. You're on my personality bladder, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So let's go ahead and begin the demonstration. Um, but maybe you want to introduce the topics. Yeah, let's talk about the topic for a sec so people really have an understanding of what the hell we're really talking about. Because yeah. um, for some people, they get it. Some people don't. Um, but what I think... Let's start talking first about the personality side and then what natural is and, and are they the same thing, which is, which is something you've asked me, which is, you know, are they a signature personality or a signature voice the same thing as your natural read? In fact, they're separate, but, they're, but they have commonalities. Okay. So finding your signature personality is really important in today's modern branding. Um, for those veterans that are out there that have been doing this forever and they're in their L.A. and the New York and the Chicago's and the Toronto's and the Vancouver markets where they're already established, the overall branding thing or the gimmicky branding thing is not as encouraged. But that doesn't mean you don't want to be known as something in your, in your worldwide web base, which is what they have to learn to adjust to because eventually they're going to need that, that clientele too. It's, yeah. it's enough because the work's dissipating, right? Everything's going non-union and there's this big change. And so it's yeah. time to stay on board for all things. So finding out who you are, like like the best way I always word it is when you're watching the Mike Myers and the Eddie Murphys and the Meryl Streeps. And if I mentioned just those first two, in fact, Eddie Murphy and Mike Myers, what you're really buying into is not great actors. So it's not like it's a great voice. So it's a great actor. I love his look. It's really about their personality. Totally. Their personality that kind of warms you up into their charm. And they're in touch with their personality and know how to sell it. Now, Eddie Murphy is, to me, the best example because Eddie Murphy on the outside surface seems like a fun-loving, happy, jovial kind of guy who's silly and playful. But if you've ever seen an interview with him, and most of you have not, believe it or not, um, he is the exact opposite. He's introverted. He's very closed off. He's a little more recluse. And he's actually quite negative, I found, when I watched him in the interview with Diane Sawyer. Really? Now, Eddie Murphy is the prime example of what I'm about to share with you because we think Eddie Murphy is this specific personality. We do. What he's smart to do is recognize what either, he, he either went through one or two different processes. He went through either, this is what's going to sell better, so I'm going to become this personality. Right. Or he's living through his alter ego personalities. Right. And recognizing the dollar value that it got back. Or he probably went on stage, my guess, as a live comedian and was an asshole and got good response. <laughs> and so, so he learned, okay, I can be sarcastic. I can, it's almost, a lot of comedians actually hate people, to be quite honest. That's it's true. That's why they're so sarcastic about they're, it, And right? dark. You know? you know, the dark humor makes us laugh, but it also makes them see it from a way that we don't want to live it with them. <laughs> exactly. So here's the thing. What I try to work with students on is trying to find out who their personality is and if that's what you should be selling. Or maybe your personality, if we can bring in, we're always going to bring in parts of your personality and bring into whatever you do sell. Right. But um, is that what you should be selling? Because maybe that's too dark and negative. Maybe that's not selling very well for you. Uh, maybe you have to put more energy into it or, or something like that, that it's, that's holding you back. But we need the original part of your personality. So how you feel about what makes sad happen, how you feel about emotions, what, what you bring to the table is the different characters you've met in your life. 
that you bring into us as voices. And right. then the different experiences you have through your emotions. And that's how we bring out your personality into your deliveries and to your, into your signature personality. So finding out not only what you see in your personality, but more importantly, believe it or not, what the rest of the world sees so that you can sell to the rest of the world. Because it's just like when you listen to your voice, you're too close to your voice to truly hear it. But what you hear is genuine. It sounds different when you record it and listen back than what you heard in your ears because you're so right. close to your speaker. Yeah, most people don't like it. And you do. The thing is, we're right, but what the outside world hears is also right. And what is more important to cater to when you're trying to make money? Well, unfortunately, the outside world. So what you hear doesn't matter. It's what the outside world hears that matters. Yeah, it's how they interpret what they're hearing out of you. Yeah, And adjusting to those personalities. Yeah, and, and how so, you, and what you're talking about is is along that same line. If I'm understanding correctly, just for the sake of of yes, uh, please, name term it for me. <laughs> yeah, well, or and this process helps a, a, an actor or a voice talent or the person who does both learn how they're perceived. It's yeah. really about learning how you're perceived. Yeah, and are you so that you the can, message you want to give? Right, so you can yeah. give the message you want to give because you expect to have these results, but do you truly think you're giving that message? So it's becoming. Finding out who you really are is really important for me. So, And I can assess you in very quick amount of time. I mean, I'm not saying I'm 100% accurate, but I'm darn close. Like, I really do, at least from what people tell me anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, is that I can take the personality just by reading a couple lines on a script. I, if I ask them to be in their own natural personality is what I try to do. And then I dissect that further and say, well, you know, I think this. And what people probably like and hate about me at the same time is my candid honesty. I will tell you exactly what I hear. So if I think you sound like a psychotic serial killer, that's exactly what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to say <laughs> Which to you, could be a good thing. I'm hearing right. a psychotic mom. I'm hearing right. an insane teenager. I'm right. hearing a very angry person who hates the world. And those right. are the ones that probably don't like it in a group call. But at the same time, sometimes we need to hear those things to be able to understand what other people are hearing. And maybe that's not at all who we are. So if that's not who you are, and that's the, the message I'm getting from you, because I'm only reading whatever you're delivering me. Right. What you give me is what I'm able to read. And so you can either hate the messenger or recognize, oh, okay, maybe some people are perceiving me. Even though I thought I just said hello in a nice way, they heard me say hello in a really negative way for some reason. Right, 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 so right. out what that is and how to, how to hone in on that and, and make some money at it and bring that into all your marketing. Exactly. And, and being aware is a huge step in and being able to then motivate yourself and move forward. You know, it's sort of like losing weight or any of the other anxieties we have as humans. Once we are aware of these things, we can use them to our advantage or, you know, maneuver to get rid of them or whatever. Um, it's, being to, it's being open to hear them. It's like that or, yeah. um, elementary adage where they say, if you don't love yourself first, no one can love you back, right? So if you can't hear it yourself, you can't fix it. Right, right. So um, now... You mentioned that the things that are more similar about signature voice and natural voice that kind of overlap. Is mm-hmm. there any further definition you want to do, or do you want to jump in and, and uh, kind of well, explain no, as we go? Let's talk about the difference in the natural read. So, so the signature personality is finding out who you are and how I can apply that into everything you do. So that's me finding ways to bring it into all your deliveries. Even if you're going to be the over-the-top broad, broadcaster, I still need your life experiences of what you think over-the-top broadcaster is. Right. They will stand out amongst the other over-the-top broadcasters in that spot. Okay. Now, when we talk to the natural read, um, that's when I need, it doesn't necessarily have to be the real you. I don't necessarily need 
um, just Rebecca voicing this spot. Right. But I need Rebecca in a casual state, if she, whatever character she chooses to be. So if character, if, if on the script we work on, if you choose you're going to be the house mom, then I need the house mom to sound natural. Now, would this be very Rebecca. similar to the conversational we see in script Absolutely. specs all the time? Conversational, yeah. natural, authentic. All three mean the same thing. Okay, good, but good, good. when you listen to the ads, and this is where everybody's going to go, yes, she's so right. <laughs> when you <laughs> listen to the ads of the ones you auditioned that wanted natural and authentic, when you hear it, you hear a broadcaster in there sometimes. And right. that's what gets people frustrated. It's like, what? If I'd have known that. And that's why I kind of mixed the two up. But... But I've had to go through a, a recent journey on my own of not sounding natural enough again. So I'm on a new layer of training. That's why I believe in constant training. I don't believe I can mm. ever be trained enough. Right. That's my yeah, I agree. Belief. Um, Me it's too. just harder to find more advanced coaches that will work with you when you're a coach. <laughs> um, uh, so I work, yeah. I work really tightly with my coaching partner, Ellie Ray, and she's really helped me to understand what it is is being perceived in, in some of these jobs. Like I went to a, a recent job and I actually lost the job because I just... They kept saying, can you lose the announcer? And I really thought I was. I know how to read naturally. I know what it means to read naturally. I know what it means to act. And I know what it means to do all those things. What we've dissected is even myself at this level, what I think is a pro level, um, I still have to learn that I now, what, what, what she worded it to me, which makes more sense for me to understand it, I guess, is I now know too much. I have too much knowledge so therefore, I had lost my naivety of not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, yeah, I and get so it. And so that bit of natural, so my, my, my controlling voice, my strong voice, my teacher, it's because I teach too much. And so teaching too much has, has altered my read a bit. Got it. Now I'm constantly teaching. So when I start voicing now, I tend to teach my words as opposed to just naturally bring them out. So I've had to learn this step on my own, and that's why I started creating this webinar, because I thought it would be a really good one for people to start getting into what does that really mean? What does authentic, natural really mean when we're hearing the broadcasting feel? And there's a way to be both. Okay. So, okay. Well, enough my, my crap. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. So we'll take a real quick break and be right back. Do you ever get tired of all the tasks that take you away from voicing? Or maybe you're bored with slogging through editing. Do you ever wish you had someone to double-check your audio so you could be sure and then impress your client? Karen Sauer is available to help. You can get in touch with her at karensauer.com. And P.S. This is Rebecca of lovethatrebecca.com. I love Karen Sauer. Back to the podcast. Okay, well, so now I provided you a script, a script that I had gotten to play with uh, a, a week or two ago, yeah. and um, and so let's get started. I'm all yours. Good. Now, let's first read the specs. So for myself, I don't care what I'm working on. I always like to go through everything so I can read the client's mind, read what I think they want, and, and be able to bring that in. So the specs on this one says they should have a sincere, affirming, positive, subtle, not to announce tone. Right. A voice you can trust and want to listen to with a maturity and gravity. What do you call that? Gravitas. 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 I, never, I never say that one right, so I want to make sure. Um, a lot of people So that don't. gives you an idea of what they want. And what's interesting is when you really read those, I could do an entire hour on just specs alone. But yeah. when you read these specs, you know, sincere, sincere affirming, positive, subtle. So there's naivety, but strong. <laughs> so right. already they're confused. Um, subtle, not too announcery tone. 
So right. that gives you a little permission to have a bit of announcer tone in there, which is probably what a lot of you hear on the air when they get booked. You right. That so that's slight, an honest spec in that way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a slight professionalism, if you will, but right. it still sounds like a real person in it. And then right. their acting skills have to be good on top of that, right? Right. Um, the key word for us females especially, and this is where I want to talk about female versus male for a second. Sure. A voice you can trust and want to listen to with a maturity and, and gravity. Gravitas. <laughs> I, gravitas. I, I gravitas. I have no idea why. <laughs> I want to go to Mexico. Um, gravitas. <laughs> um, voice you can trust is what a, a woman in your caliber and a woman in my caliber get a lot. You know, the voice you can trust, the voice you can trust. Yeah. So that, that's where the reality read comes in that they're talking about. They want you to sound like you really mean what you're saying. It's not just, I want you to sound like you're in a natural conversation. I want you to sound like you really mean what you're saying. And that becomes good acting and being sounding like you're in a natural conversation. It's the combination of the two. Um, and then we have to be careful not to overact it, too. Which yeah. Which is where I go. I, I end up throwing in too many things. And so then it's too much. It's not simple enough, if you will. I think that's my error a lot of time. Mm-hmm. We, we know so much that we throw in locks, right? And Maybe then it so. becomes too much. And we've got to go back to the simplicity of just having that. So it's, it's the balance between it all. Now, just one more note on the men-women thing is really important for me to ma- mention anyway. Yeah. My, my strong voice, I have a strong voice. I have a strong personality. When yeah. I go in and read scripts, I am being me. I'm telling you right now, I'm being me. But my strong personality being female is not wanted in this industry, except for very limited things. Okay. My strong voice is a threat to other women. And that's my opinion, but that's what I think it becomes, is that it doesn't become approachable. It becomes, she knows too much, I'm now threatened by her. Okay. So you don't want to go that far. If I was a man, they would want that strength. Right. And you know what? I will corroborate you on this level. I studied broadcasting. I studied commercials and advertising while I was studying broadcasting. And as as unfortunate as it may sound to those people who haven't heard that before, what De- Deb just said, I can corroborate because it was the voice of authority that was always a man. Always. A woman yeah. was a voice of some experience, but not of authority. And there's mm-hmm. a difference. And like- And so... We haven't caught up, let's say, with our modern ideas necessarily in our advertising yet. Well, which we can go into another. Is, 85% of the buying power is females, and females are catty, insecure, judgmental people. Listen, you can hate me all you want for that comment. I'm a female too, and I'm not trying to just talk about me. I'm saying, as a whole, women are always like, Did you see what she's wearing? Oh my God, did you hear that? And she, whereas men are just physical. What car are you driving? What house you got? You got a wife? And that's the end of it, <laughs> you know, or let's beat each other up and show our power. Women become more catty. And if they're 85% of the buying market, because the guy has to go to the wife and say, is it okay if I get that truck? And if the woman is threatened by the voice in the spot, she ain't get, letting him go to the, get that truck. So there you are. Yeah. And so it's that woman man thing. And it's because women are the buying power. So we always need to cater to the, to the women. So I can judge that theory all I want. It's not going to get me anywhere. What I need to do is accept it adapt to it, and recognize that I have a sense of strength that will intimidate some women, and I have to learn not to do that, because that's the last thing I want to do. I don't want to intimidate anyone. Well, and if we're talking about practice, yeah, and if we're talking, exactly, if we're talking about acknowledging what we can be perceived as, acknowledging Mm -hmm. it, and then accepting that, uh, and not fighting it, then you can actually maneuver your voice 
and your delivery to get around that and not be perceived that way so that you can book more jobs or get in the you know zone that you want to be in. And, and I that's thought what it this was is about. Because I just had two sultry tones, right? So I thought it was uh, my voice is too. That makes sense. Because I'm, I'm not afraid of sexuality, so I, I have no problem playing the sexual role. And when I do audition for sexy roles, like I just booked Trojan yesterday, yeah. I mean, it's easy for me to land those roles. That's when they like the strength. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> because I have to learn the, the naivety. Yeah. So I've had to reteach myself and, and working with Ellie Ray as well to teach me about the naivety again. You know, just because I need to be directed. I can't just keep self-directing myself all the time, too. Well, and it's and it's really helpful to explore. And, yeah. you know, I find this is a way to explore and share exploration. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm opening up my chest here because it's she's going to be looking in. in. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get you reading. I'm sure I've talked enough. <laughs> well, I think that's really helpful, though. I think that the discussion is the whole point because it's not only about... Um, yeah, I know we're doing a lot of side things, but uh, it's a natural way to look at what we're doing because we do have to have a lot of self-reflection when we're working so independently. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know what I'd like you to do, Rebecca, is why don't you read it to them in our old broadcasty way? Okay, I'll try. Okay, so do, that, do it that way first. Okay, all right. I'm getting there. And why don't you um, actually go through the whole thing? It'll be fine. Let them hear the whole spot first. Well, and I can, I guess I won't make people suffer through the whole thing. I'll edit some of it out. Well, we could have you just do the whole thing once through so they get the spot, and then we'll just do have you segments after. Okay, so I'm just going to do this in more of a what I would consider a broadcast feel. Exactly. In the old school sort of way. Mm -hmm. You. Okay, I'm going to do three, two, one. You. We know you. We know that things don't always go like you plan. How hard you have to work just to spend some time away from it and that you don't get enough sleep. We know that sometimes you need to let loose or take out some frustrations. We know your mind wanders, that people depend on you, and there are ones you love unconditionally. Because the best way to make a car is to know you, the people who use it. Introducing a car made better for you in every way. The more advanced, more sophisticated, all-new Alpha. It starts with you. Amazing. Now, now, first of all, she's she's ripping a reading, so she hasn't prepped this one or anything. And no. and interestingly enough, I'm hearing a very negative announcer myself. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I could take her to a really fun, flat, depressed personality, which would be fun to do. You, we know you. We know the things don't always go like you planned. So I want to play with that for you. Okay. Now, okay. Okay. Now, okay. Just so they can hear a perkier broadcast you read. Can you give me more like you? We know you. We know okay. that things don't always go like you planned. That over-the-top smiley girl. Okay. Just go up to you need to let loose, please. Okay. You. We know you. We know that things don't always go like you plan. How hard you have to work just to spend some time away from it and that you don't get enough sleep. We know that sometimes you need to let loose. Now, what's interesting, guys, as you're listening to her do this, she has learned so much now that it's probably hard for her to go totally fake. So let me do it for her so that she can really hear <laughs> what, oh, what she used to do, and she probably doesn't even realize it. You added personality in there, so there was some personality and charm in there. 
some flavor of playfulness. Not you weren't punching words, you know, where I want to go to really old school so they can hear those those variations, okay? So yeah. nice job. what she gave you right there was a nice friendly broadcaster. So it's still got the broadcaster feeling that, that I want, don't get me wrong here, but I, I want to show just total straight edge broadcaster. So let me give a read on this one too, okay? Yeah. You we know you. We know that things don't always go like you plan. How hard you have to work just to spend some time away from it and that you don't get enough sleep. We know that sometimes you need to let loose. Oh, my God, yeah. What's that? Oh, my God, yeah, I said. That's that's exactly the broadcaster, old-fashioned kind of... time old-school broadcaster, right? Yeah, yeah. And what it is is me punching on those words. And there's one thing to listen for, guys. Why I corrected hers is only because she she didn't punch a lot of words. Actually, she 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 brought some conversation into that little twist. And I want to kind of take you one place and take you to the other drastic. Right. <laughs> you kind of went in the middle for me there. <laughs> now let's go back to that first read you did and go with the flat character, the flat right. natural, which isn't suiting to your natural personality. Your natural right. personality is smiley and happy. So I'm not necessarily worried about your personality platter right now. I'm worried okay. about teaching you how to read natural in a character. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, what I want you to do is go back to that flat read again. Do do again just the first two lines. What you thought was the announcer when you went, you were just a little more down. The repeat the first two lines. Yeah, just the first two lines. You, we know you. We know that things don't always go like you plan. Good. Now, there's a nice form of. um, um, Do you swear on your podcast? I know I've already done it twice. Not try not to, but yeah, happens. Let me not swear. Let me do it without swearing. There's a nice sense of screw you in there. Okay, right. Yeah, careful because the screw you has to have some happens. So screw you is good if screw you comes out more like screw you instead of screw you. Yeah, you know know what I mean. You want I want to swear. I just have the natural urge to just swear in that moment. So I want to get you out of that place of the negativity in the slap. And find that confident nationalness in the flat. So when you say you, we know you, I want you to be like, what do you think is your history here? What, what's the backstory? What do you mean? Why are you saying this? Um, well, let me look at this. So I think that um, what really not trying to say, we know you in a good way. We really want to know. We want you to know that we know you and that we can solve your problems for you. Okay. Now, is it about that person or is it that you know those type of people? When you say you, we know you. Is, are you referring it to singular, singularly one? I'm not saying are you voicing it to one person. Are you referring the intention to be that it's uh, uh, about people like that, the stereotype, or that you just know them personally? It's a two different reasons No, it's there. a stereotype. Okay, so it's the stereotype. So the you, we need to know what your feelings are on that you. So um, I've seen your type. What do you suggest the type is? I know it's all written out for you, but just talk to me instead of reading it out in the, in the script. Okay. What's the well, they're type? the kind of people that are really busy, that don't have a lot of time to think for themselves. I mean, okay, you know, good. think about taking care of themselves, that sort of okay. thing. So just go with those thoughts. Make it nice and simple for yourself. So, so when you say you, think of that in, in your mind, and then give me we know you afterwards. Just give me those first two lines and think those thoughts. You. We know you. Okay, good. Now, that one's nice. I don't mind that one at all. Um, when you do the you, if we could add a bit of um, friendly energy in there. So what, here's what happens to me. They say to me, Debbie, can you take out the announcer? And then so I go to, I take out the announcer, what I think is taking out the announcer and naturalizing it up. And then they say it's not enough energy. And that's what's going on with you right now. Yeah, energy. okay. So, 
So with the energy low, and then what happens is as soon as I put that energy back in, now suddenly I'm perky Debbie again. Oops. <laughs> oh, help me in between. <laughs> so it's finding the personal hidden emotion in a sense. So for me in this flat read, I'm kind of thinking to myself, it's like, oh, you. We know you. See what right. I mean? So now yeah. the problem with that one is there's the broadcaster and Debbie. We know you. That's a little too authoritative. So if I add the innocence on top of that, except you're giving a flat read. So for me, flat reads have arrogance in them. A flat read is this. I don't have to prove it to you. It's that good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. You know, I don't have to prove it to you. Instead of, I don't have to prove it to you. Right. right? That's me proving those words. And that's where exactly. I probably, my little non-announcer, my little announcer comes in by the fact that I perfect the words and not slop them up a bit instead of, I perfect the inflection. Right? So from an advanced point of view, I'm, I'm perfecting the inflection. I'm making sure I'm hitting that, that word in, in its feeling. I'm trying to just add Without being it, obvious about but it. But I'm making it too obvious. Yeah, without, exactly. Or, without, so, without, or you're trying to not be obvious. Yeah, I'm trying hard not to be comfortable. And you're not. I mean, I got what you were saying, and you've given both examples. You've given more obvious examples and more smooth examples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There's the fluidity of the naturalness. And then the other layer I added to my stuff was I stutter and I um and I awe and I have human thoughts in between. But then all of a sudden it's too choppy for them. Yeah. So it's flowing it all together. It's finding all those same thoughts, but allowing them to come out more fluidly. So myself, if I was chopping it up, I'd be like, you, we know you. But now it sounds like I, I'm too insecure now. <laughs> Yeah. And so then I go to, again, this new thing I'm learning, which is the naivety. So it's like, you, we know you. And see, even then I wanted to hesitate that we, right? Mm-hmm. You, we know you, we know you. Now, that last one was the right read. We know you. I'm just throwing it away because I want that flat delivery from you, right? Right. But instead of, we know you, I'm given the hidden interior there and the hidden intention, but it's too much. It's not how I would normally speak. That's how I would teach. Right, 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 right. So give me a little more cockiness, a little more happy sarcasm in your voice and, and try the line the same way. You? You? Nope, sorry. You. We know you. Good. Now there's some nice personality in there. I like that. I like the we know you especially. Okay, good. That was good for me. That was good. Now, what if you just did this eh, off the top? Just go, eh, and then say you. Eh, you. We there know you. you. There you go. Now I have the nice natural in there. Eh, eh. you. We know you. you. We know you. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. So let's try, let's try going through the whole thing, see what happens if we go off of that. All right. Yeah. You. Sorry. Let me do it again. <laughs> Eh, you, we know you. We know that things don't always go like you plan. How hard you have to work just to spend some time away from it. We know that sometimes you need to let loose. Or take good. Now, see, see, she, right, just as me, we know that some, because we want to add a little variety, right? That's the thing. If it gets too stale, it gets too stale, too. So nice job on that. You added some nice variety in that you don't get enough sleep. You added nice opinion or maybe time away. No, I think it was enough sleep. You added some nice opinion in there, but it was subtle. Okay, it, good. It wasn't a huge amount of opinion. I think that's my problem is I am too opinionated. I'm getting too much opinion in there. So it's finding a way to just bring it back. And it's like, 
I know that you don't. Get well, you got me to think about that because I were I I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. Uh, mm, yeah. Well, we're Sometimes I'm not. All the time. Yeah, exactly. We don't exactly. know what they want. Come on, we, we don't we, really know what they want. Here's the thing: I'll read the specs and I'll go with what I think they want, and then all of a sudden they hire like this. You, we know you. We know that things don't always go like you plan. And that's the broadcaster. Well, you know, sometimes it all has to do with things that we just don't know when we're not in the room. And I guess we can close the call because we're pretty much at our half hour now, Deb. We can probably (laughs) close uh, the 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 show by talking about what the fact that we have to acknowledge. We don't always know what the end client wants. We do our best to know ourselves, which is where we should be really sharp. We should be really on top of our game. And by experimenting and playing, I find these kinds of opportunities extremely helpful to flex our own voice muscles, our own awareness muscles, you know, all of the things that the skills that we need to practice and become very, very magician-like for ourselves to be able to then go take it to somewhere else you know and our nerves get there too or we we re we re-guess ourselves we second guess we triple we quadruple guess ourselves absolutely you know and and sometimes it's nice to work with somebody else just to get a fresh perspective That's and where working. voice groups are really good, too, because you can help each other out. You don't have to be a great director, but keep that in mind. All these directors you're about to go through in your career doesn't mean they're good directors, guys. It just means that's the position they own, and so they might not know how to tell you how to get that out. That's why you Extremely have to do true. homework to be that, that viable, that you can adjust and know what a natural read means when they ask for it. Because even myself, I'm having to relearn what it is they mean, because I think I'm giving a natural read, and I am acting but there's a sound that comes through, a texture, a tone. And it's different for everybody. So what might be an answer for you isn't the same for me. And we have to be sharp enough to understand ourselves to hear it. And, and I'm not talking about knowing it all myself either. I'm just saying these are the skills that we want to hone and keep honing yeah. and, <laughs> and uh, keep on top of things that are going on out there too and what people are looking for. Deb, thank you. I want to get you to repeat for people how they can get in touch with you. It's debsvoice.com. You betcha. And if they want to get in, I've got the webinar coming up on, um, so everything I do is online, guys. You don't have to worry about the in-person workshops and even the private training. Um, but you can go to debsvoice.com, and I think you can register for the webinar online there. Yeah. Or you can contact my assistant. It's john, J-O-H-N, at debsvoice.com. And that is on February 27th, and it's twenty nine ninety five. so I keep it Yeah, totally affordable. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and the other thing is, if you listen to this podcast after that date has expired, still go to Deb's website and check it out because she does these things from time to time. And Of course. Yeah, I should have them once a month. So, you know, hopefully that'll continue for years to come when you're playing this. <laughs> oh, okay, good. All right. But there thanks for coming. Yeah, you know. So thank you so much for the, the mini lesson. And I think that that's going to help people. And I appreciate it. It was really fun for me. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, break lips. Lots yeah, of love. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of love and light to everyone listening. And go love say, yourself. Yeah, go love yourself. Go love yourself more. Thank you so much, Deb. Take care. That is mine. You take care, too. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for our next guest. 